0: Welcome to episode 2 of the Nutrition Programme. Today we are talking about stress management. Please grab a pen and a piece of paper and make some notes as you go through. Enjoy. Book on how to manage stress without punching someone. So first off what we're going to do, we're going to talk through why we are stressed today. Because if we can understand why we're stressed, if we can understand how we become stressed, if we can understand what it does to our body, then we will probably take more care of it and want to sort of um, take it more into consideration. So um, we do have stress is really important for us. so we have our primitive stress. So uh, when we when we lived in caves, we would hunt down lions and saber white two saber tigers, I think they were. We would hunt them down and like we needed this sort of adrenaline, this stress, this high blood pressure, this raised heart rate. We needed all this so that we could then chase this lion, chase this tiger, or maybe even get away from like an animal. So it's really important that we have the stress within our body so that we can go out and we can go and fight and we can get some food for the evening. However, today's stresses are a little bit different. So, um... As you can see in the left picture, most people have laptops, they have iPads, they have phones, they have whatever people have, but they have a lot of different things, which is keeping them tuned in and Obviously, at the moment, just, um, the stress is very much around the coronavirus, and people are worried about what 's happening, when the lockdown's going to be um, when lockdown's going to be released. What, so basically everyone's a little bit worried about it. So, but we're, we're getting messages left, right, and center notifications all the time, which is causing this stress and we're not releasing this stress in any way. So it's building up in our bodies and it's not doing us any good. The middle one, which is probably something you deal with, um, probably not so much now because obviously we're not out in our cars, but, um, earlier in the year, you would have been in traffic a lot. It would have caused a lot of stress. These are the little things day to day that cause us stress. And we know how stressful it can be when you're dying to get into the gym for a half six in the evening session to come and play some funky tunes with the benchmarkers and you can't get to the gym and you're stressed out and it's, it's really aggravating. So these are the things that are stressing us out today. And on the right picture, um, social media is one thing that's really affecting our stress levels at the moment. It's causing a lot of anxiety. I, I, um, definitely get anxiety from social media so i am very conscious about how much i'm on it and um, i do a lot of things like don't go on it before i go to bed as don't go on it when i'm in bed because it's just it's just going to be settling in my brain all night then and it's going to affect my sleep which is another thing to come on to so they're today's stressors. so like i said what what's in, what is important to understand is what happens when we are stressed so this is what happens when we're stressed there're a lot of different changes in our chemistry so you may find it when you're uh, I'll go back a slide so you're not reading that you may find it when you're just about to leave for work and your boss comes over slams something on your on your desk and says this needs to be done yesterday it needs to be done now you become stressed you become aggravated this is what happens so your heart rate goes up your blood pressure goes up it increases you're breathing. You might not find that you're getting out of breath or you're short of breath. Actually, you might find you are short of breath. But what you'll find is that your breathing becomes a little bit more elevated. Your blood sugar levels will very slowly start to come up and your pupils will dilate. So the reason why these things happen. Can I annotate on this? Mouse. What cool things can I do with this? Sorry. Bear with me. Spotlight. What does this do? Ah, Let's not mess around. Um so let me get off that so um the these things so the reason why this happens because this is our body's uh, primal reaction and it wants us to then go and chase an animal that's what the reac- that's what the reaction we get from when we become stressed is that we're going to go out and we're physically going to go and do something now that's why your heart rate increases because your body's getting ready now to go and attack this lion your blood pressure increases so it can pl- pump more blood around your body more blood to the muscles so you can run faster so that you can feel stronger, so you can do more. Your breathing, your lungs will start to take on more oxygen so that it can circulate around your body quicker. So again, you can get more oxygen to your muscles so you can then attack this lion. And your blood sugar levels will increase because your body wants to get that glycogen into the muscles and it will also, sorry, it'll take the glycogen out of the muscles and then that's what's gonna give you the energy to then again, go and attack this lion. And the pupils will dilate so you can see your vision is much clearer. So these are the things that happen. But most of the time, when these things happen, what are we doing? We're sat in traffic. We're sat on our sofa looking on Instagram or something. So we're, so we're ready to go and attack someone. We're ready to, uh, some, sorry, we're not ready to go and attack someone. Um, we're ready to go and attack a lion, but we're not. We're sat at our phone looking on social media. We're sat in traffic. So, um, yeah. Obviously, not a good thing. So they're the things that increase. These are the things that decrease. So your digestion goes down, and the reason why is that all this blood is circulating to your muscles, and your um, and your digestive system just gets switched off because your blood, your body is wanting to use its muscles. It doesn't care about digesting food right now. That's not essential. What is essential is that you survive and you thrive and you live. So your your body is going to send all the blood all around the body, and but not to the digestive system. So um, something that becomes affected then could be your sex drive, your libido. Obviously, this isn't always 100% accurate, bang on, but it can affect your sex drive because the way that your, your body sort of sees this is that like, I'm in a stressful, um, life-threatening situation. Why would I want to pro like, recreate? So your libido is gonna be reduced. Your muscle, tissue, your muscle tissue is going to be recruit, re- reduced also because the uh, blood sugar is coming out of the muscle. The muscle is being broken down so that it can then go and attack a lion. But Obviously, we're not attacking lions. So if I said to you today you're that you're going to take something, probably like three or four times a day this happens, you're going to take a pill and this happens. Would you do it? Of course you wouldn't because this, you, you know, right now, this isn't good for your health. These changes in your chemistry are not good. So these are the things that go on when you become stressed. If we're about to go and attack a lion, fantastic. If we're sat in traffic, probably not fantastic. let have a little look on the comments, see if there's any questions. Okay. So changes in our behavior. So these are the things that change. Um, so the, this is what happens in our chemistry. Um, so the blood, the, the, everything that's changing in our body. This is what happens with our behavior. So, so we become impatient. We, we become ratty. We become moody. We become hungry. We end up drinking more alcohol. We become tense, erratic or reactive. We become anxious. Um, obviously, this can lead to depression or low mood and just a general lack of energy. So, a lot is happening when we, like, when we're experiencing a lot of stress on a regular basis. So, a lot of things are happening. So, again, would you want to do something that's going to cause this much? Like, you may not realize it, but over time, you might become more impatient. You might become more ratty or moody or hungry. No, sorry. You might become more impatient, ratty, or moody. But stress can lead to increased hunger. It can lead lead to you drinking more. So these are the changes that can happen within our behaviour as well. And again, nobody wants to be this person. Like we don't. Nobody wants to be this person where we have we are in these um, mood swings from being impatient, impatient or ratty or moody. We don't want to. We don't want to feel like this. So again. Like, do you know this person? This person could be you. It could be someone you live with. It could be a, one of your teenage daughters, I'm sure, or teenage uh, sons. I'm sure um, you've experienced that with family members. But this per- like, do you, like, do you know a person like this that acts in this way? And it might just be that they are just incredibly stressed. They're incredibly stressed. They don't know it. You don't know your, their stress. And you just think that they're just being moody and impatient and ratty but really they've got high levels of stress. So one thing that can really help with this is just actually speaking to the person. Um, obviously, depending on um, what sort of relationship you have with the person is what's going to matter to know how deep you can go with the conversation. But all it takes sometimes is just to say, like, are you okay? And if they say, yeah, I'm fine, that the, that, ignore that response because that response is absolute bullshit. Some someone says, "Yeah, I'm fine," they are not fine. You need to you need to say, like, obviously, again, you need to decide on when to ask the, these sorts of questions and who to. um But if someone is acting in this way and they're saying, "Yeah, I'm fine," they're obviously not. So if you can ask something more specific, like saying, "Oh, like, have you been have you been sleeping well?" and they go in, "No, I don't really sleep very well." Or oh, like a like ask another question after that don't just accept no i'm fine try it on a partner or your um or a or a a child or a family member or someone just just ask them like if 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 you find that they're acting in this way do you know this person ask them how are you like are you okay and ask them like another question that's more specific and not so open-ended so what we what i find is that it becomes into a vicious cycle then so increased stress levels uh, will then become. You'll then end up having poor sleep. Poor sleep then inc- goes then to low mood and no energy. And then when you've got a low mood and no energy, you don't feel fit and you don't feel healthy. And the fact that you don't feel fit and healthy will just increase more stress, leads to more uh, worse sleep and so forth. And I will touch on sleep at the end, but. When, you've got, um, when, when you're sleeping poorly or you're not feeling fully recovered, you're not going to feel um, any energy at all. And when you've got no energy, you're likely going to want to opt for um, high sugar foods, high salt foods, high calorie foods, because your body needs that sort of quick energy to boost you up a little bit. So again, having these foods all the time because you're not having good sleep, you're then going to then feel less healthy and you're going to end up possibly putting weight on and again it's just a vicious cycle then so you need to sort of stop the vicious cycle so you're not just going round in this in this repetition but if you can understand why uh, if you can understand these changes that are going on in your body in your chemistry then you'll can see how much potential damage it is doing to your health so hopefully you can then think, right, well, this is going on in my body. What do I now need to do to sort of improve it? Okay, so. Cool, right. I'm just gonna look on Facebook just to see if we do have any questions or any comments. And guys, make sure you've got a pen and a piece of paper ready for this next bit. Oh, hey up. Okay. So get yourself a pen and a piece of paper, guys. We're going to start breaking down how to release and manage stress. Because to me, going to the gym isn't enough. We need to be doing more in some way. So get yourself a pen and piece of paper, and we're going to dive into this check the sound right so first off firstly write down how you would normally relieve stress <laughs> be honest I'm not going to ask you to write it in well you, you can write it in it if you want to share how you normally relieve stress stick it in the comment section just post it in here let me let me see let me see what you say as long as it's not rude keep that to uh, your personal groups <laughs> so tell me firstly write down how how would you normally relieve any stress and be honest if you don't want to share it on facebook in the comment section then um just write it down because i want you to benefit from this because what's important to understand is that you need different you need different coping mechanisms we can't rely on the exact same one i'm going to go through five but you need different coping mechanisms because different days are going to have different sort of stress levels. You have different mood, so you need different ways of being able to relieve stress. Exactly. First one, glass of wine. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll go on to that. But yeah, glass of wine. For me, it can be easy, easy couple of pints of beer. But let's go into this, okay? So first one, go for a walk. Now this is so important. If we go back to go back to this slide where you see all these things going on you see your heart rate's going up you'll see your blood pressure's going up your breathing's increasing this is the perfect time to then go for a walk and use that increased sort of energy that you've got to, to just go and use it if you can go for a walk maybe from a traffic jam traffic jam is that really american music is that is it american music is that a really american term um if you are in traffic yeah, obviously you can't go for a walk, but we need to find different ways. So, um, like, go for a walk. Now, I've made a couple of notes that I just want to... Let me just flip to these. I I'm not always good at remembering every single thing I write down. Okay, go for a walk. So, um, the benefits of 10,000 steps a day are incredible. And, like, it's something that I massively talk about. I always go on about how important... 10,000 steps a day is, and you should be doing that consistently every day. Like I have slipped into, um I've, I I usually do like a workout in the morning and then I just think, oh, that's fine. Like I've done enough for my like I've done enough for my day. I've done a workout, but really it's not enough. You need to be making sure that you're doing your 10,000 steps. So another comment, drinking and eating high sugary foods whilst looking for a lion to kill. I thought it was to say whilst watching that lion, um, the Netflix documentary but anyway um, so all the change in our chemistry that you see from stress will begin to reverse once you're physically moving so it's like a calming effect it's like you're feeling stressed the thing is you, you might not even feel these changes going on in your body you might I think the, the main thing most people feel will be maybe like a tense feeling or like a stressed feeling so but you may not even realize these things are going on so these changes are going on in your body but they'll start they'll start to reverse once you physically start moving so receiving nutrients from the sun and oxygen and from being out outsta- uh, outdoors will refresh your mind and it will refresh your body so i'm just sort of commenting from down here so you can have a little look yourself so it'll just re- refresh you a little bit it'll just sort of switch your mind off It'll go into this sort of semi-trance that um Lucy's spoken about a lot of times um from like a hypnotherapy uh, standpoint. So it'll just help it'll help you to sort of just to switch off from the stress that's going on. So putting some music on and getting outdoors will distract you from the stress um, going on in your day to day. So another really important thing that I always talk about um and I feel like I'm telling people to suck eggs sometimes, but something that I always I, I always tell people to do is to get out on your lunch break. I know you want to finish work early. I know you want to get home. Uh, the stuff I'm saying now probably doesn't apply so much because people aren't physically going into work. But when we are back into our normal routine, it's important that you use your lunch break to physically get out for a walk. Don't just stay indoors and eat through your lunch break at your desk. You need to physically go out for a walk. Because the thing is, there is a difference between feeling stressed and, and being stressed. So a lot of people, are, I would say, are stressed. Stressed, or they don't feel stressed. So it's important that you relieve this stress in some way. Okay. Does anybody do their 10,000 steps a day? I'd be interested to know. Again, just drop me a little comment. Okay. So awesome. My um favorite one at the moment, because it's something that I'm doing quite a bit of, and I know Lucy Thompson will rave about this. I know Ben talks about this. Um, my sort of first go-to comment when I say to do some meditation is, oh, it's all a bit woo-woo, but it's not. That's absolute bollocks. Meditation is so, so important um, now more than ever. To The thing with meditation is that it takes time to um, to work, and you've got to, like, you can... anytime I've done it, I've been lying down, I've been listening to a podcast, and I feel like I'm doing, doing quite well at it, but I'm lying down, I'm listening to some, like, relaxing music, and I I use the honest guys that really good on Spotify. um, But I just find that it just helps me to switch off for about 10, 15 minutes and it just stops. Or I just, the other day I woke up, I woke myself up by snoring. So it was quite, um, it was quite peaceful. But what I want to do now, I'm going to do a little bit of breathing just literally for a minute. So all I want to do is I want you to breathe in for six seconds, breathe out for four seconds. So let's do it. We'll do three deep breaths. So In for six. What do you feel straight away when that happens? You feel a bit of um, increased uh, blood to your brain, more oxygen to your brain instantly I bet your thine that you were doing straight away is that you're lifting you're doing this so it meant that your posture was coming up tall a lot of people will sit at this they'll sit at, um, they'll sit at on a sofa they will sit in their car but they will just sit for the day and they're like this all day they slouch forward you get stiff neck stiff chest stiff shoulders really important is just breathe in really deep And instantly you feel more relaxed, like instantly you feel at ease. So whenever you're feeling super stressed, whenever something's like really getting you, you've got, I don't know, you've got a crazy customer on the phone. It's just driving you insane. Just literally stop 10 seconds and just breathe. Because most of us shallow breathe and none of us breathe deeply all the way into our stomach like a child would. You need to sort of do more of this deep breathing. So when we're feeling anxious or stressed, we tend to shallow breathe. This is due to the changes going on physically and mentally in our body. So going back again to all these changes that are happening, we are now breathing quicker because your heart rate's up, breathing quicker because your blood pressure's increased. We're not breathing deeply, we're breathing quicker. And this quicker, intense breathing is not helping and it's making us more stressed. So straight away, you'll stand up tall, you'll open your chest out, and taking deep breaths in, it's just going to give you that instant like positive and it's going to make a massive difference to you straight away so breathing um, and if I could if I could say um, about meditation I would just say just find 15 minutes in your day where you can um, meditate you can get away from the children even if it means that you're setting an alarm because you, know you, you know you've literally got 15 minutes put your headphones in and um, go into Lucy's meditation group or use um, the honest guys on Spotify that's the one I use and I think Ben uses the same Um, and, and try that 15 minutes. It can make a difference to your whole day. Does anybody meditate? I'd be interested to hear. Okay. So number three, sleep. So sleep is so, so important. I'm going to touch on it very briefly now, but next Wednesday, I'm going to go into more detail on sleep because these topics, when we decided that we were going to do this nutrition program for 30 days, we wanted to talk about things that we, uh, that we love and I love sleep. Now things that we enjoy talking about and things that we're passionate about. I am very passionate about, um, like wellness, like great sleep, good, um, good stress levels, reducing your stress levels. I'm really important. I'm really sort of passionate about these things. So yeah, yoga massively. I know Leroy, you you love that. We do yoga sessions in Benchmark, so you can always join in with them online. And um, I can't wait to get back doing them in person again. But yeah, sleep is so so important. So next week, I'm going to go into it a little bit more de- um, in a little bit more detail. Um, but again, just going back to one second. Just going back to uh, where were we? Where were we? This slide. So just going back to here. So if we can now increase our sleep and we get better quality sleep, we're feeling more recovered. If we can do this, we're now going to make better food choices because we've probably got a little bit more energy. Mentally, we're feeling better. Now that you're making better food choices, you're then then going to feel healthier. You might want to be losing weight. You might want to put weight on. Like obviously depends on your goal, but things can change just from sleep. Sleep's so, so important for, you, for your immunity and your immune health. I know Rob Comer was talking about it um, a couple of weeks ago about how important sleep is for your, um, for your immune health, but it's, it's, it's so, so important and not enough people spend enough time um, like trying to work on it. So sleep really is, the, is like the key to improved health. It improve, it'll improve your energy, it'll improve your immune system, it'll improve your memory, it'll improve your memory, It'll improve your memory. I'm not joking. Um, It'll it potentially increase, increase muscle definition because your, your body and your muscles are physically recovering when you sleep. So if you're having poor, poor sleep, then you're not going to recover right from, um, from your training very well. Um, it can cr- increase weight loss because you're now making better food choices. So it's so, so important. Um, so, so important that you focus on your sleep. Um, so all I've done is just, I'm going to just go through a, th- through a few different ways of how you can improve your sleep. So when, um, from the moment that we wake up, we have this, um, sleep pressure. So basically the way that it works is from the moment that you wake up, you have your circadian river and rhythm, river, rhythm. You have your circadian rhythm. Um, and then from the moment that you wake up, you have this sleep pressure. So the sleep pressure increases. It's going to increase all the way throughout the day so that when you get to, say, I don't know, 9, 10 o'clock, that sleep pressure should be so high that you're drowsy, you're ready to go to sleep. The sleep pressure is a good thing. It's important. But the sleep, as the sleep pressure increases, so it gets around to 8 o'clock, um, what do people do? They'll have a coffee. The coffee is fantastic for your health that's fine. Eight o'clock in the morning, that's fine. Okay, cool. That's me. So um, it gets around to 12 o'clock. What do most people do? Have another coffee. So then your sleep pressure is getting paused. So then it gets round to, it might be around to like 11, 12, one o'clock where o'clock you, where you're just beginning to feel drowsy and you won't fall asleep straight away. it will still take another hour after that or so. But coffee, caffeine can have a huge, um, can have a huge effect on your um sleep because caffeine can circulate in your body for like up to eight hours and obviously with with caffeine like when when i have it like i feel alert i feel great um but some people don't and you might have like three four five coffees a day you don't realize you're adding more and more caffeine and it's just decreasing your sleep more and more so um let me just jump on this one so and i always say to reduce your caffeine after 12 i'm really sorry if i've just ruined your day but try and reduce your caffeine after 12 hi lucy just been bigging up your meditation and your facebook group um we need to get a meditation going on in here without a doubt um but yeah reduce your caffeine after 12 again i'm really sorry if i've just ruined your day you need to start considering this but it it, this is probably one of the biggest ones that's going to like um it's going to help people in the fastest way. So c- caffeine blocks the hormone, which makes you sleepy. Not good when you're trying to become sleepy. So caffeine can last in your body up to seven or eight hours. So having a coffee at three o'clock seems a good idea. It's really not. And I really can't, I I, I can't get my head around how people can have a coffee after a meal. Like my girlfriend will have like a Jamaican, a Jamaican, that sounds so wrong. My my girlfriend will have like um, a Jamaican coffee, what are they called? which is rum and uh, coffee, and I just can't do it. doesn't have it often, but we go out for a meal, but I I can't get my head around. I will be up buzzing all night. So, yeah, so I'd say reduce your caffeine. um, After 12, don't drink anymore. That would be the first one I'd say for most people. So um, walking, again, walking is one thing that's really going to help with your sleep as well. The reason it's going to help you sleep is that it's just going to use up energy. So don't you find that when you've been out since when when you've been out for a walk or a hike or you've been to the gym? I know uh, Lee Moran and a couple of our members will say like they sleep so well after going to the gym because they are just knackered. They're physically tired and and it, it helps with the sleep. Because uh, you're using up energy as well, and you've got them feel good hormones going, and it just makes you relax better at night. You've got less stress, you've got less anxiety because you've been to the gym or you've been for a workout or done some exercise. So, walk between 10 and 15,000 steps um, per day, and um, increasing activity levels will increase your sleep quality. And my final one on sleep is. This is one that most people will struggle with the most because I'd find that um, that using Instagram and Facebook and sort of general digital stimulation um, is 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 an addiction, and I think most people really struggle with it. I know I do, but I make a real good conscious effort to to try and reduce it. Um, But the blue light which emits from the screen is telling your body clock it's not time to sleep yet. So it's not physically a blue light that's coming out your phone, but it's it's this blue light that's within your eye um, and it's telling your sort of eyes and your brain that you're not ready to sleep. So it's creating stimulation and plus watching um, game of thrones or something like a murder or something it's it's just going to cause stress. Like I cannot watch scary films because they scare the life out of me and it, it, it makes me stressed and anxious and people watch that before they go to sleep and they wonder why they're not getting good sleep. It's because like they're watching things which are stressful. Um, so yeah, so I would go for caffeine first, keep active, You you could probably do all three, and it would and it would all help quite quickly. Uh, Obviously, this is never, never going to work like one hundred percent all the time for everyone. It's like nutrition or food; like people's body reacts differently to different things. Um, Okay, so a really important one is to recognise what your stresses are. So it seems so like simple, but a lot of people don't do it. If you know something. if you know that something is causing you stress or or like uh, driving a certain way to work causes you more stress or looking at your emails before you go to bed causes you more stress why do people keep doing it you know it's cause like if you receive an email at 11 o'clock at night there's nothing you can physically do about it so what's the point in reading your emails at 11 o'clock at night it is it's just going to cause more stress it's going to give you more anxiety you can have a poor night's sleep and you're just going to wake up moody in the morning. So there's no point doing it. So what's important is you recognize what your stresses are and just, I'll give you 30 seconds now. Just have a think What, what causes you stress? Make a little note, what causes you stress? Again, if you want to comment in the comment in the the, um, comment section about what causes you stress, then stick it in there. Let's have a look. But think about this analogy: like, if every time you drove to work, you drove like let's let's say you just got a brand new car, you got a brand new Ferrari. Every time you drove over that, you were driving to work and you went this certain route. You drove over this speed bump, which scratched your car and you you whacked into it and made this horrible noise. Like, would you keep driving that way? If you know this if you knew that this speed bump or this direction to work was going to cause stress to your favorite car would you keep doing that no you'd literally go and find another route it's the exact same thing with this like if you know a person or a scenario or a, yeah if if you know something causes you stress you need to recognize it you need to either avoid it or find a way of dealing with it like if if something your partner does causes you stress and really annoys you, you can't, if you don't tell them in a very polite way, I'm not going to tell you how to tell them, but if you don't tell them and they keep doing it, like you're just as bad as them because you're not talking to them. So it's important that you recognize what the stress is and then you can work it with it. Something that Ben is massive on is barriers. And this could be a huge barrier that's causing you stress. So write down what you would say the most stresses you have and work on them either either avoid them or find a way around them so you avoid the stress you could it could be three or four things that stress you out a day if you can avoid those three or four things or reduce them every day think about how how much stress would be reduced think about how much this wouldn't happen think about how much like better sleep you would have how much improved mood you would have how much healthier and fitter you'd feel if you had reduced like a reduction in your sleep in your sleep in your stress. Okay. Oh. Yeah.
1: And the final one
0: is to go to the gym or have a workout. Now obviously you guys are all benchmark members. You know what we're all about. We're all about community. We're all about progression about fitness about having fun about having music on and like these things are so important and it's not you're not just going to the gym to work out um well especially when you come to benchmark you're not just going to the gym to work out you you go into the gym to experience like a positive electric energetic environment and we want to send you out feeling amazing so it's not just about the workout it's about everything else that goes in but this is another option. If you're feeling stressed, go and have a workout. Now you've all, you've all been home training for six weeks now. Like even if we were closed, I mean, sorry, when we do become reopen um, and it's a Sunday afternoon, maybe we're not open or it's a day, time of the day when we're not open. You've just trained um, on your own for six weeks. You know how to train on your own. You know how to train by yourself. So you can, you can if if you're feeling stressed, go and have a workout, go to the gym, physically exert this energy, like the, the increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, all these things that are happening, go to the gym and have a workout and it will it'll, it'll release it. Okay. So what I want to think about with these five things is that these aren't the only five ways of releasing stress. These are just five options that you've got. You need to think about it like this, that imagine you were a football manager, say you were Manchester City's manager, you're Pep Guardiola, and you wanted to win the Premier League, but you solely relied on Sergio Aguero to score all your goals. Every weekend, Sergio Aguero, is going to score all my goals. He's going to do everything. He's going to score all my goals. What happens when he stops scoring goals? What happens when he gets injured? Or if he gets, well, probably when with, with his age now. But what happens when he gets injured? What do you do then? you've become reliant on this one thing too much and you're now not getting any success because you've got no other options. So the point I'm trying to make is that you need different ways of relieving stress. These are five options. And also like having a beer, having a glass of wine are really great ways of relieving stress. I know many people have different ways of relieving stress that I'm not going to start talking about on Facebook live, but, um, having a glass of wine, having a few, having a bottle, like having a beer, they're really good ways of of relieving stress, but you can't do it every day because it's not healthy for you. If every time we had, um, if every time we were stressed, we literally went to the gym. Well, what happens if going to the gym doesn't relieve stress anymore? You need to have different ways of relieving stress. So you've got five options there of ways you could relieve your stress you need to go and think of at least five more because you need different options because there's times when I don't want to go to the gym. All I want to do is have a couple of beers and I feel so much better for it. There's times where I just want to go to the gym, I just want train, put my music on and it'll make me feel better. So you need to have different options of how you're going to feel better and how you're going to relieve your stress. Okay. and we're going to leave it at that so I'll give you another minute or so if anyone's got um any questions any thoughts any comments and um, please if you've got questions stick them in the, stick them in this in the comments section now so that I can uh, then um, answer as you're talking you now I am in a bit of a, probably about 15, 20 second lag delay. So I'm just in front of you. So, um, but I will wait. And it's back to me. right then, boys and girls? We will leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed the Wellness Wednesday, the first of four with me. Uh, Next week, I'm going to be going over sleep, why it's so important, how to improve it. I'm going to go through all that next Wednesday. Um, Please tune in on Friday with Callum, um, and I will keep updating these uh, videos and the podcast and Benchmark TV. That is all. Have a fabulous evening and I will see you in Zoom sometime soon. Stay safe.